0: A refreshing bottle of Peach (laughs) Juice.
1: (laughs) Peach clade. (laughs) Welcome to the Peach and Black Podcast. Your central place to hear unofficial news and intelligent discussion on all things happening in the Preet's world. Featuring the hosts, MC.
2: He's going for gold. He's going on this track. Captain. If
1: anyone knows me, I love 80s classic rubbish pop. It's kind of interesting where he was at that point in any jam. The word I've got here circled is sappy. It's just sappy. And other special guests.
0: Oh, I love it.
2: <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the Peach and Black Podcast. We are back once again. It's been a little while, uh, but back with the whole panel, and we're going to be discussing a lot of interesting things today in a kind of general news sort of episode. Um, so, introducing everyone: Player. Yep, is back. Toe Jam. I'm back too. Is back too, and Captain.
0: I'm back. All right.
2: <laughs> That's right. We're all here. We're all back, and there's big news. Big news in the Prince world. Um, we're Something big you is coming. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> we hope. The two words that every Prince fan around the world just loves to hear, and that is new album. New album. That's right. So um, supposedly there's a new album coming out, or at least a new CD uh, sometime in July.
1: Anyone got some more information on that? Well, it depends on where you're living, I guess, because it's, What is? I think it's 10th of July is the first one that's supposedly coming out in some European magazine. Escapes me, which one?
0: Well, yeah, it seems like it's coming out in a different magazine slash newspaper in each country that he's doing a show. And, I noticed yeah.
1: and a few of them are after the dates, I think, as well, which is interesting.
0: You must be able to buy them at the show. That'd be ridiculous if you had a new album and you couldn't buy it at the concert.
1: Well,
2: you never know. <laughs> Stranger we'll things see. have happened.
0: <laughs> True.
2: So there's that, and then wasn't there also a Rolling the German edition of Rolling Stone. Supposedly, has that coming out too? Well, there's it's yeah,
1: yeah. That's the two. I think it's only two that's been announced so far. Yeah. So we're 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 taking a guess and
2: saying that it might be there might be some other publications around Europe that will be um the the the, 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 the what looks like a single disc. Uh, Will be coming with. Now, speaking of the disc, um, there's been some artwork posted on various sites, um, and also more specifically, uh, Moquake, Uh, that's the big news really as well, Um, they've posted up a track list, so according to Moquake, this album is a single disc, it's got nine tracks, I've been hearing about that though. Okay, alright, we'll get into that And um, maybe we'll just we'll, we'll read them out As, they, um, as they're as they spelt out on the website um, I mean, obviously This is to be confirmed But at this stage Album opens up with Compassion, track number two Beginning Endlessly Number three, Future Love Song Future Baby that? Mama <laughs> That sounds very Timberlake-like Yeah, um, I was thinking that too <laughs> future love sounds uh, number four Sticky Like Glue
0: I reckon that's the funky one
2: <laughs> that could be
0: that could be a 1 plus 1 plus 1 is
2: 3 yeah, song I, I can hear it. that too I reckon Theocratic Order style I can hear yeah. Shoot the Dark actually ooh yeah. maybe <laughs> let's see well, let's see what kind of riff it's built, up, uh, built upon track number five I don't know how to pronounce this but I'll take a guess and say "Lavo.":
0: yeah I'd say so
2: um, number six Act of God well, that pretty much spells it out. Number seven, walk in sand. Number eight, sea of everything, and supposedly the last track, track number nine, everybody loves me. Well, I tell you what, there's some mo- f- f- <laughs> modesty right there. I think um, that
0: last track is going to be a very sarcastic take on how you know, just for like example, a pretty, ma- pretty man. Just for example, people on the org, they they hate him. And I reckon this is just going to be a song about that. <laughs> just saying, everybody loves me. It could be funny. Yeah, Pretty mad, yeah. Something like that.
2: Yeah, very interesting titles. It, you know what, when I first read this, I thought, this sounds so much like all those fake track lists over the years, except <laughs> that except that it's likely to be true. <laughs> it's a very, very strange um song titles in my opinion don't you guys think it's just kind of
1: well, out of the blue certainly has a um, just reading the titles sounds to me like it's going to be it sounds like it's going to be ballads you know religious based ballads but yeah act of god I, I reckon that's going to be like a, a really like Hendrix Wall of Berlin you know electrified guitar kind of track I don't know why I think that but I just think it will be okay
2: yeah that's that's supposedly the track list and the um, title is and the title is well I don't know it it looks like 2010, but Tojan might have some thoughts about that. Jam?
1: Uh Well, again, this is just an idea. I'm not saying it is, but I was typing it the other day, and, it, and it suddenly he noticed it looks like 2A10, two 2O10, two which is, you know, the um, ArcanAsian reference that Prince loves referencing. So, I don't know. It's just an idea. I'm probably completely The opposite
0: off. of NATO is, is, is 20 2010.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who knows? Who knows?
0: I was just gonna say there is an album by someone called Twenty Ten already, isn't there?
1: There's a few doesn't actually. I looked some... it up on iTunes, and there's
3: a few.
0: Oh, I smell some lawsuits coming. <laughs> but t-
3: twenty plus ten is thirty, and three plus zero is three. It doesn't add up to seven, so it must be wrong. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> oh yeah,
3: true. Well, it's, I mean, if it's you can
2: you can really just guess, try and guess what what the album title infers. But if you read it as Twenty Ten, other than 2010? I mean, what could it be? You know what I mean? It's very ambiguous. Hardly surprising,
3: but... Ambiguous? For Prince? Wow, that's strange. (laughs) And also, the the word 10 doesn't have the number 3 instead of an E. Hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. Hmm.
3: That'd be too confusing if it did, so... (laughs) There
0: could be some... Don't forget, there could be a hidden track. I mean... Purple and gold, anyone? Uh, nah, no. no, no. <laughs> Purple and mold is my favorite.
3: <laughs> no, I've got a theory on that, too. All right, we'll play. Okay, give us some of your theories. Okay, so it's nine tracks, and then there's supposed to be another one, but then there's also the distribution with Warners. So I think the free one in the paper will have nine tracks, and then the other version, kind of like with Crimson and Clover Ooh. and Morning After, there'll be Crimson like two versions. versions, and that'll encourage people to get both.
1: Oh, Potentially. Yeah.
3: Or the, one that, the, the people that get it with the magazine will want to go out and get the other one as well. It could be that each magazine has a different 10th um, track.
1: No, Ooh, maybe. maybe that's can, you Im-
3: can you imagine? Mm. <laughs> but I think because nine tracks sort of seems like a bit odd, especially if the series is called 2010, you think that there's at least 10 tracks. So I think maybe with the Planet Earth one, there was Sony got a bit upset because it was practically the same as the UK paper one. So I think yeah. to avoid that this time with Warners, um, there'll be two versions. And that's, that's what I think. Mm. I think you might be honest he's on
0: something. He's had a lot of short albums lately.
2: Which I think I is mean, a really good thing. Yeah, me too.
0: Well, if that means quality over quantity, yes, but that hasn't really been the case, I he think. He
3: discusses that in that new interview in the Dutch paper.
0: Oh, yeah, it? let's talk about that.
3: All right, thoughts on the Dutch interview? Better than Ebony. Better than ever, almost.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, the ebony one basically said nothing. Mm. And at least this has got some, some, you know, some substance.
3: But there was a common theme some... between both of them. He handed out water all the time to the interviewer. Yeah. It was all about ah, water. There wasn't,
0: mm. you know, clear Kool-Aid.
1: <laughs> I actually wondered, reading, put... <laughs> reading the two of them, whether they were done on the same day or whether they were days apart. Because they do seem quite similar, you know, that he's invited in to listen to some of the studio stuff, come to Paisley Park, you know, a bit of religious talk kind of thing. So I wonder whether it was all done, you know, with all these magazine representatives on the one day kind of thing, or whether it's he's invited one of them, each one at a time.
0: What I want to know is, when is our, you know, five-hour personal guided tour of Paisley Park and (laughs) watching the Montreux DVD? We oh, that's, the uh, albums. that's gotta,
2: actually the thing that I was really going to mention. I
0: think our <laughs> invitation was, must have got lost in the mail.
2: That was the <laughs> that was the biggest, um, the biggest excited, exciting feature for me. Well, not that it was even a feature, but in that magazine interview, in the translation anyway, it they had the mantra reference. It, ex-
0: it confirms it exists.
2: Well, it confirms more than that. It confirms that he thinks, well, <laughs> there's no way to put it subtle. He was playing it, and he was playing it. You know, probably because he wanted to deliberate. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think it's. I think it's deliberate from the point of view that for journalists, for journalism's sake. So whoever's whoever saw that footage would probably report it back, and um, people would know about it more so than just deliberately showing it to someone.
1: I don't know because there was all that talk. You know, wasn't he doing the same thing last year, uh, but showing them Coachella footage? I remember reading a few things like that, and that, that never materialized. So yeah
0: it's really just teasing it's that's what he does it's
1: probably. like
0: I'm going to invite a journalist who's going to go and tell it's, all the it, fans about it I'm going to show him all this <laughs> rare stuff that no one's ever going to see
2: yeah it's really it's really titillation isn't it Captain
0: mm, it is
2: <laughs> sticky like glue that's what it is <laughs> um, yeah so anyway the the Montreal stuff kind of got me excited but then I thought well, well whatever nothing will probably eventuate from that um but look, it's still the Montreux stuff keeps still keeps coming back in some capacity in bits and pieces. You know, there was that sample directly from one of the shows in the song Cause and Effect. You know, now he's playing the the, the performance in front of someone, saying. I, I mean, I, the way I read that article was that he was kind of he was he was he made mention of it and then introduced the the um, the journalist and whoever else was there to the footage and said, you know, like. This was a gig I did last year, and it seemed
1: like he was proud of it. You know, almost yeah. gloating. And let's That's not well, he,
0: he, he wouldn't show it if he wasn't happy with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And let's not forget that um, track five is supposedly named after a place in Montreux. Yes. Mm. So interesting.
2: Oh. Very, very interesting. Um, and and I mean that that interview for anyone that hasn't read it, seek it out. Um, if you speak Dutch. Get the Dutch version, if not, try and get the trans- translated article if you can. Very, very insightful and a long interview too, long article. And then we've got. <laughs> I started with uh, with uh, the, a two-word reference. I'm going to do it again. Another two words that come to mind: Warner Brothers.
3: Uh huh. Yep.
2: What's up with that?
3: <laughs> yep. You better Warner Brother. <sighs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't Problem. know. What, what do you say to that? There, there must be some trade-off there. There has to be a trade-off. He, well, the other well, thing is, he he must have approached him and said they must actually want something of him, and he goes, "Well, okay, I'll do that if you distribute my new album." Maybe I don't know.
0: Well, for him to go there in person, it's got to be some some serious business. Otherwise, you know, lawyers could have handled it and could have been done it all on paper.
3: Doctor Funkenberry it must, it must suggested something. there was other business other than this new album. Hmm. I I highly doubt that he needs Warner Brothers to distribute this album for him though.
2: Well,
1: it could just be a case it doesn't, of... It
0: doesn't need them to, but it could be a yeah, trade-off for something yeah. else.
1: It could just be a case of... Because, you know, you hear stories about when he does these albums now, he goes around and shops it around to all the uh, labels. And so maybe that's what he's done, and Warner Brothers just happen to be the one that are giving him the best offer for this particular project. So That's possible.
3: That's, that's, the, that's, what he, for, that was, that's what he does with every album. He shops it around, sells it, and once he's sold it, that's it. He abandons it because he's, he's made he's his He's made money. his money. So It's done. I think the same thing's going to happen with Warner Brothers. Once he sells it off to them, it's their problem if they don't move it.
0: I'll quote the org. Someone said, you know, everyone was saying, why would he go back to Warner Brothers? He he doesn't like them. But it's not Warner Brothers. The the people that he had the problems with, none of them are there anymore.
3: Yeah, it was Mm. 15 years ago. That's a long time ago. Mm.
0: So I don't think he's held a grudge that long that even though it's all new people, he still doesn't want to go back there because he has gone back there. And if, yeah. they, if, they offer him, if they offer him the best deal, then he's going to get paid. He doesn't care who's paying him as long as he gets his money.
2: The, the other thing we should be clear about is that we, we have been given no particular information about any sort of agreement. I mean, we don't know that there's, that there's even a deal to speak of. Really, all yeah. we know is that there were discussions. People are guessing that it's got something to do with the dis- with the distribution. Dr. Funkenberry is still hanging out for some sort of DVD after for the last three or four years. Hmm. Um, you know, and we really everyone's kept in the dark. And I think that's that's good to a degree. You know, we should be surprised by by what happens, that's, but it is intriguing nonetheless. Been. So so that'll be interesting. And look, let's not forget gigs coming up. There's there are shows coming up all out, all throughout July with another date added now. Um, I think in Nice, is it? Yep, yes. Uh, in late July. So, to coincide with the album release uh, as well, I mean, you know, a lot of interesting things are, are going on at the moment. It's just a question of exactly um, exactly what will happen. And, uh, yeah, you, you guys kind of touched on it. The, the talks with Warner Brothers might not have anything to do with, with a CD, a DVD... Yeah, he could be. You know, he could anything.
0: just be whinging. I didn't get paid my last monthly check. What the hell's going on?
2: Yeah, well, he could. Or he could have been walking past
1: the building and just dropped by to say hello. You know, <laughs> hmm. maybe, maybe he did some door knocking. Yeah, he was on. He was doing some door knocking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember me? <laughs>
3: so there you go. Maybe he needed some paperwork for his um for his uh, tax purposes. <laughs> maybe. <laughs>
2: And uh, interesting thing to, to uh, mention is the B T Awards. Uh, Prince will be the recipient of this year's Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, First he
0: wasn't performing, now yeah. he is
2: performing. Yeah, so that's come to light, and, and not only is he performing, but supposedly he's performing with a few female artists. Um, As
0: I predicted, I said <laughs> Alicia Keys will be at this bloody thing, because we were talking about, this wasn't even in a show, but we were talking about before... Like, oh, Alicia Keys will be there. And, of course, they announce it. Alicia Keys is there.
2: Yeah, and, and not only Alicia Keys. In addition to that, another big surprise. And for oh, we should yeah. probably say, for anyone who hasn't already got this information or knowledge, um, close down your iTunes or your iPod or wherever you're listening to us from. If you want to be surprised by the BT performance,
1: stop listening now. <laughs> it is kind of um, these artists... Uh, when I saw the Funkenberry thing, it's like, you know, spoilers blue, and I'm like, oh, I'll read it, whatever. And after reading it, I thought, oh, that's cool. But then I thought, oh, man,
3: that would have been even better if I didn't know. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, tune out I'm if just, you don't want to know. But I'm just glad it's not, um, yeah, the um, just like the fake kind of artists doing tributes. Yeah, that would have been bad. But then again, well, he would have had to was, okay it, I reckon.
0: I was he, really yeah, hoping he would have for some Will I Am. Thing.
3: No, I really hope to
0: think will no. I am, but it looks like it's not going to happen.
3: Yeah, well, that's that's fine with me. So uh, <laughs> we've got Alicia Keys,
2: Janelle oh. Monae, yeah. oh, yeah. which is a massive wow. Like that just sounds really, really cool. We'll see what they're going to do. In addition to that, Esperanza Spalding. I mean, can it get any better? That's ridiculous. And then you've got two all-time classic uh, female vocalists, Patti LaBelle and Chaka Khan. Patti, mean, and you still don't know. There might even be more surprises. So that, to me, is 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 awesome, and and not not the least bit because it's just him with these five women, <laughs> which I think is pretty cool.
0: Is that gonna? They're not gonna be the band, though. Is, is he gonna have a band as well?
1: Oh, well, that'd be interesting, eh? Esperen. Mm. What, what,
0: what if that's the band?
1: Chaka on the drums. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Chaka
0: on the drums.
1: <laughs> well, drum. maybe
2: he'll maybe he'll be on the drums. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Um, yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be very very interesting. And then, I mean, in, in addition to the performance, there'll be I reckon there'll be the usual tribute. You know, they'll do some sort of slideshow or little video montage of the yeah. award.
0: Yeah, there'll be, there'll be the montage, which will go... It'll show bits of videos up to, what, Most Beautiful Girl in the World? Yeah. And then it'll skip to the latest thing. Yeah. Is that the way it goes? That's well, the way.
2: It might, that's pretty much it. It might snow a snippet of musicology. So, yeah, we're really looking forward to that performance. Um, BT Lifetime Achievement Award should be good. Um, and that's about it. Very interesting right. times ahead. Actually, I was just thinking, Alicia Keys, that, that'll be the first... T- televised performance they've ever done together.
3: Ah. Mm. Ever. Yeah.
2: They You're play right. together once somewhere. No, no, no. I mean, televised before. Like, I know they. Yeah. she was at the Paisley Celebrations and right. 2002 After Show, but I mean, like, on an awards show.
3: Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. For all of them, except yeah. for... Uh, like they've car. given each other awards, but never performed together on TV. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm.
2: Wow, that's a pretty pretty big award to, to get from, from... Regardless of what faction it, it's coming to you from. Um, lifetime Achievement. Uh, too early? Too late?
1: Right on time? What do you guys think? Don't be, think. Do you give out a Lifetime Achievement every six months? <laughs> no, there's always, like... I've lost track of award shows. There's always a Lifetime <laughs> Achievement going to someone. Yeah.
0: Look, if anyone I mean, should get one, it's Betty White. But, for <laughs> I think the reason, because, you know, Michael Jackson died one year ago, maybe they're thinking, let's give one to this guy before he's, while, like, you know, while he's still here. That's what I think.
2: It's well, always possible. possible. Not,
0: it not, not saying he doesn't deserve it or not, that's not the point, but I think that could be a, a push in that direction. But let's mm. give one to Prince while he's still here
2: i I hate to make comparisons, or or bring in too many other artists at this point of the show but to me prince music and it always seems it seems like it only ever it he, only he really pulls it off yes it's not even a question about whether someone can play the songs that's that's you know if you're a musician you can play it you know put up the charts play it if you're a singer, you can sing it. You can hit the notes. Um, if you're a performer, you can perform it. But it's kind of like, I uh, uh, probably the, the the biggest comparison to me is uh, like a band like Queen when Freddie Mercury was still alive. I mean, you listen to virtually, well, in fact, anyone trying to sing a Freddie Mercury vocal, and they are doomed for failure from the very first breath. It's just not gonna work. It doesn't matter who you are, and I think that sort of it, Prince has got a, a similar sort of quality. Um, I'm not comparing their vocal um, abilities, but it's it's kind of it's very specific to him. You know, it's just it doesn't. I mean, you only have to watch the Saturday Night Live skits to know what I'm talking about, right? Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just think, yeah. But the other thing, I just wanted to quickly mention that. I thought Lifetime Achievement Awards are given out towards the, you know, like the the twilight years or the end of someone's life. I mean, the guy's in the prime
3: of his life, by all accounts. No, but hang on. His career aside, who else is BET going to honour this award to? Well, I mean, realistically, Yeah, but don't do gonna it. go, It's not going to go to little Wayne. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, don't do it at all. <laughs> I just think it's strange to give so,
2: like I remember watching the Academy Awards one night and um, they gave a, a lifetime achievement. Uh, no, I think it was a, a Cecil B. DeMille Award or something similar to um, Sidney Poitier. Mm. Right? That was a few years ago, and he was. Uh, I don't know. I never know how to put these things, but I guess he was at the end of his, you know, towards the end of his life. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to. Uh, did that come out wrong? <laughs> I mean, he, you know, like he—he—it was at a stage in his life where he was an an old guy. I don't know how to put it in another way. You know, like he's basically lived a full life. He wasn't performing in movies. This is the point I'm trying to make. He wasn't directing. He wasn't part of the industry, um, and he was a, iconic. And I think it's at that stage that someone. It, that that sounds like the perfect time to reward i guess a reward is the wrong word to acknowledge someone's um, achievements in front of their peers um but i, I mean at fifty two and you know looking like you're you know forty and when I say in the prime i mean he's in his prime he can one of the only artists in the world in my opinion who can do whatever he wants whenever he wants and still profit from it. I mean, how many other people can you name that are in that category within the music industry? Not many.
0: Michael so, Bolton.
2: <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just, I find it, I find it odd. It's like a lifetime achievement. It, it's been a while, but he's it, got a lot. I think he's got a long way to go. I mean, look at Herbie Hancock. Where's a lifetime achievement for him? You know, he had his 70th birthday a couple of months ago.
3: Hey, let's or, hear uh, it for Larry Graham. Where's his award?
2: Yeah, where's his lifetime? Exactly. I mean, exactly. that's, you know, those guys, you know. But he might
0: have one. I mean, we don't know. I mean, in Australia, we're not big, you know, BET followers.
1: No, no, that's, yeah. That's they might all, they
0: might have already received them, but we just don't know about it.
1: Mm. That's what I was going to say We only well. know this about BET we're talking about. This isn't like, you know, the Smithsonian or something. Yeah, <laughs> do, they, do they do they hand out lifetime achievement awards? Do I they? don't know. <laughs>
0: They've already got the card guitar. What else do they want? <laughs> I
1: don't know. I just find it odd. Like at you know, this stage, music television—you are pretty much you're lucky if you get a video played if you're over thirty, kind of thing. So. Yep. Yeah, it's surprising to see him accept it, actually.
2: <laughs> oh, and how could we forget? Look, let's let's hit it up straight from uh, live from the basement. I guess the Peterson. Brothers tour with special guest Sheila E um, Let's do a little roundup of that because we, we all attended the gigs. What are your general thoughts guys? I mean I know I had an absolute blast
1: any, any uh, kind of specifics? I'll just yeah. say because I went to two shows so I feel I have a little bit more experience here uh, <laughs> Brisbane show was awesome. I love the Brisbane show but um, it wasn't exactly the greatest crowd. It was a pretty kind of a dead crowd to be honest Um, so coming down to Sydney to see it at the basement was awesome, I I really loved the night great fun Cool, cool.
0: Sheila E had a a very nice leather jacket I could smell it like across the room it was, (laughs) I'm sure it wasn't I'm sure it wasn't a $10 jacket
2: are you sure it was the leather jacket you were smelling
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it got hot and sweaty in the basement it was a nice jacket yeah, they, they tore it up, too. It was great support from um, Professor Groove. And
0: the Booty Affair. The
2: booty Affair, definitely. They were interesting. Um, <laughs> and they really funked it up um, before the, the, the main guys. But, yeah, what a, what a cool gig. I mean, a lot of interesting material. Um, and really, everyone kind of highlighted some, some Ricky P stuff, um, uh, Jason Peterson on the sax. Uh, and obviously St. Paul on the bass and vocals uh, rhythm and a bit of lead guitar you know family material was there there was Sheila E on the drums for basically the whole set and then on the timbales um, the Prince related material I guess to a degree w- was played but the, I, I really like some of their other jams um, some of the stuff I hadn't heard before but it really sounded, um, sounded pretty tight and especially for a, for a band I guess that hasn't played you know, it's not as if they've been playing together for the last decade. You know, they came together for these shows, and I, I for one was really, really impressed with the uh,
1: level of musicianship. And yeah, they were tight, they were funky. So um, they're all big, great guys too. Like we were lucky enough to, to meet them all, and top top guys. They were awesome. Yeah, I have to agree. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think one of my one of my highlights of the show was um, Saint Paul on the bass. How good a bass player mm-hmm. is! He's mm. awesome on the bass. It's, it's just the feel. He's just got that feel, eh? Minneapolis feel, totally. He's got yeah. the
3: funk. Even, even the minute, even Billy was good.
2: Yeah, yeah, that. yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, actually, I always, I wondered about that because obviously playing in Steve Miller Band, playing very different types of type of music, mm. but came into this band, and I mean, you could just tell from the minute, you know, it kind of the spotlight was probably a little bit more on some of the other players, but from time to time I'd look over and he was really he was funking it up too like he was keeping the beat um, you know obviously completely in sync and in time the guy's no joke I mean these guys were really good musicians in general but um that's the same
0: with Jason I mean Jason plays sax for used to play sax for Michael Bolton now Michael Bolton's not the funkiest man on earth so it was a bit of a by his own admission
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um I think a definite, definite highlight for me was um, uh, "Nothing Compares to You." Like the amount of emotion, yeah, that that Sam Paul put into the vocal of that was just, yeah, he like really captivated the audience. I think
2: he really owned owned that song. Yeah, Um, he he made it his own uh, from a vocal point of view. Yeah, but then you compare
0: that with the versions that Prince does now, which seem emotionless to me like go through think, the numbers I, 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 yeah. think, I think Prince has just played it that many times it's a crowd pleaser it's a hit play yeah. that everyone will be happy but the the feeling I don't get that the feelings there but when yeah. when Paul did it oh, it was
2: great he probably doesn't play it that often anyway so mm.
1: um,
2: Paul the same Paul that is but yeah it was great. some great shows um Great attendance at the basement, and it was so good that they added another night. Um, the
0: second show, Encore. Yeah,
2: two or three days later, so... Did you guys go and see that, or...? No, no I couldn't. I, I was tied up, but, yeah, I wanted to so, bad, <laughs> so badly, because I was so, um... I was actually pretty excited to try and get in again, but, no. It was cheaper, this, too.
0: It was cheaper price. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I would have gone I if was I was the still in the country.
2: Sort of yeah, but um, but then we, we ended up um, seeing uh, <laughs> Sheila Rhee again. At a, at a clinic she did um, which is presented by Alan's Music here in Sydney and, and that was really good uh, I remember the uh, last time a few of the guys a few of us went to see the Blackwell Clinic Yeah, and this this one was yeah. very different um, it was really compl- I mean everything it was 110% Sheila you know she spoke about her own career and advice to you know to to, um, budding drummers and percussionists and she got a few of the guys out from the audience actually and player if you got some names maybe a few
3: shout outs for the guys that were there yeah she dragged up these two guys who are they're in a band called um, well there's a restaurant in Sydney down at King Street Wharf called La Cita and they're part of the house band I think they play on Thursday nights or every second Thursday night Mm. and these two guys one's called uh, Antonio Jose and the other guy was Marcello and um I think we're gonna. I'm gonna put up two of their videos onto our Peach and Black YouTube channel. So if you go there and check them out, um, they just tore it up. Like she, just, they did. She just picked these two guys, and like one looked like they just came from work, like from a construction site. They they just got up there and they just ripped it up, and like everyone was just like floored by them. But they were really, yeah. really cool, and even she yeah. herself was like really impressed. She wanted to. She said she wanted to join their band, <laughs> sit in, play with them. C- or, yeah, come on
2: tour with me or something. Yeah. I think she said as well. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, they, they were they were really good. So big ups to those guys. I mean, they just they sat in. You know, I mean, they, obviously they play a lot and are um, familiar with with um, the, the timbales, although and the congas and everything else. But um, I think Sheila has has the um, the bells around the other way. Uh, the, not the, the, the bells. Timbales, what yeah. Yeah, so um, he, he had to get used to them. But anyway, that that was really really good. Um, and and a Prince related mention at the end of that. Sheila did a Q and A at the drum clinic, and uh, someone was uh, towards the end of it. Uh, people started asking Prince
3: related questions because um, all the way through she did not mention Prince once in the whole. At moment. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she's like, any questions? And every question was like Prince related. Yeah,
2: and, <laughs> not 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 does she have to? But obviously <laughs> there were a few <laughs> Prince fans in the. Um, in the audience and what was it she said something like um uh, just she, off her own back she mentioned that she'd been to, was that right player was it she, she, she said she was talking to prince, she's been talking
3: to prince a few times since she's been in australia on the telephone three or four times hmm. Hmm. mentioned something about how they're gonna come back together in some capacity i don't know it was, yeah. it was pretty vague but it, it got the crowd pretty excited <laughs> just raised the bpms a little bit it's like wow so Mm.
2: So th- that was uh, that was an interesting tidbit. We'll see if that comes to fruition. What did Boy. she play?
0: What did she play dance on?
2: Actually, they were playing Love Sexy um, <laughs> uh, through, through the PA, yeah, before the um, before oh. the clinic. That's cool. But, yeah, m- most of the time she was just um, carving it up, really. And I think <laughs> I, had to, I had to ask a couple of the guys whether she was playing a double kick for a second, which I believe she was. Because there was this one point in, in in the show where it was just ridiculous. I said, "If if that's not a double kick, then this woman's out of this, out of out of this world." But even the that's fact
3: a,
1: that it is a double kick—that it is, yeah—in time
2: at that speed, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. Mm, it's unbelievable. I mean, you just—she's she's she's obviously a master percussionist, and um, percussionists and drummers don't always go hand in hand. But she's got her own feel in the drums as well. Yeah, I think she brings a very eclectic. Set of techniques t- to the kit, and
1: um, I mean, she, she's a drummer. She's like all the great, um, you know, people in Prince's bands, or just, you know, great musicians in general. Is it like you hear it and you just know straight away that's Sheila E on the drums? She's just got mm. that feel about it. Yeah, yeah, so that was really cool. I think she was even playing in heels at one stage. Oh. Yeah, she was. <sighs> she was to playing in heels.
3: Yeah, so that was really good. Um, and, and also. I just want to mention back to the Peterson tour, um, Ricky Peterson, because basically it was his tour. Yeah. But I really like the way he plays as well. I like, um, like he's, he, he knows the use of space and he knows, like, you know, with any good musician and, and particularly the funk genre, you know, when to play and when not to play. And, like, he definitely, <clears throat> um, you know, utilized that. And, like, I really like his, like, feel mm. in um, playing with the, key, the keys. Mm-hmm. I think
2: one one thing that stood out um just specifically about Ricky like you're saying is is the space but he 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 kind of gives the um whatever the composition was he he'd give it room to groove you know like he'd never he'd never just play over anyone yeah or play over like the the bass line or the lead line he'd he'd always add his bit, and sometimes sparingly, but it was always magical in fact, I was watching um there was something on on Australian TV recently. Uh, John Mayer live at. I was going to say that I was on the other night, and I'm like,
3: hey, there's there's Ricky Pete." On yeah, the- yeah, I
2: saw him. You saw that too? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, so I recognised him, and, and even there, like you know, he just played a few simple things, but yeah, he's got a really, really classy, I think, is a way to describe it, classy touch on the uh, on the
3: keyboard and piano set. And he's such a nice guy too. When we met him, and yeah, they were, they were they were all really great. Yeah. Yeah, awesome experience for us. But the person um, that we didn't get talked to, but Captain did say hi to, was the master himself. (laughs) He rocked up to the gig. Out of
2: everyone that could have rocked up to this show, it was none other than... (laughs) Say it,
3: Captain.
0: Michael Bolton.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We discussed this in the last episode. We said, wouldn't it be great if Michael Bolton came... And sure enough, he came. He must be yeah. listening to Peach and Black podcast. He must be up there. He must
0: be. He must be. And he
3: was there with his bodyguard. And uh, yeah, that's uh, right. He did it. It was true prince style. He came in secretly with his bodyguard
0: and, and hid in the board. corner for a while.
3: Mm. And they hid in the corner, they checked out, introduced the him, and there was mystified silence. And <laughs> <laughs> except for <laughs> I yelled out. I yelled out. Didn't I, I go? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Michael, if you're listening, it's all out of love.
3: <laughs> but captain, you, you stepped to him, right? Let's let's hear the story. After the gig, you went you went up to him.
0: I went up and I said, "Hi, Michael, how's it going?" And I didn't expect an answer. So when he said, "Good, how are you?" I just sort of looked at him, <laughs> and like about five second pause, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, good." and then he was gone he was out the door gone like a uh,
2: like a shadow in the night
1: (laughs) (laughs) and my crazy
2: fans can't leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) you can't go anywhere in this crazy town (laughs) well that was yeah that was pretty interesting um
0: I can't believe none of you none of you went up to him only me uh,
2: we were were just in awe you were Um, in starstruck yeah (laughs) starstruck that's that's one that's that's one word word, that's one word for it (laughs) Can I touch you there? <laughs> All right, let me let me get let me get this show back on the road before it gets out of whack. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, again, once again, just finishing it off. Um, uh, and apologies to the listeners if you're sick of us talking about the uh, you know the, uh, round and round topics. But yeah, Peterson Brothers tour was awesome. Come back anytime. In fact, judging from the crowd response and and the numbers, especially in Sydney, um, and just the overall atmosphere at, at those basement gigs I can guarantee you people would love to see these guys back again F
0: Deluxe um, F Deluxe and bring Eric yeah. Leeds we need to meet oh, Eric man. Leeds
2: uh, yeah. it would just be brilliant so um,
0: come on Eric Australia- we're waiting
2: for okay. <laughs> Australia's looking forward to all that kind of good stuff um, and in fact let's extend the invitation to the newly reformed time which yeah. we'll mention later on and uh, look anyone that wants to come down Um, We're ready to Minneapolis funk.
0: The opera house is waiting, Prince. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going anywhere.
2: No, no. Um, But the clock is ticking, hint, hint. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so let's move on to more Prince-related news, uh, which is what we do best.
0: After months of anticipation... It finally came out <laughs>
2: at newsstands everywhere, and Captain was in the U.S. when this magazine was released. The what, what, what's
0: it, I left the day it came out, I couldn't find oh, really? it anywhere. Everywhere oh, wow. everywhere I went, still had the last month's edition, and they said, oh, no, nah, it's going to be probably tomorrow.
2: Perfect so timing. So I couldn't get it. So what, what are we talking about? What's the magazine called? Ebony. Say that again? No, no I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um... Ebony magazine and there was a lot of hype anticipation I don't know if hype is actually the right word there wasn't that much hype 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 was
3: the word was it? okay (laughs) they talked it up for three months well the the fan the fan community did not I don't know that they did and then there was also this mysterious non-existent CD that was attached to it that never came I mean not that they promoted it but you know everyone was sort of expecting that
2: yeah, but this this is the thing. Like, when people just make stuff up, and when I say people, I'm talking about fans and the people from the public. I mean, you know yeah. you know where I'm going with this. I mean, you, you know, you can, you can wishful thinking, but n- no one knows exactly what's going on behind the scenes, and obviously all, all the fans of, you know, Prince's fans, they're just waiting for some new material or, or a new tour or something,
1: and people get ahead of themselves. So it was very interesting to waiting did, for this. I don't know. It did seem strange, though, that, you know, they... They put an ad in the month before saying, yes, there's going to be this big print special. And then there was on, you know, Funky there he knew a few things about, yeah, there's going to be this Ebony thing. So they, there was a bit of promotion that sort of suggested it would be more than just, you know, your, your standard magazine interview kind of thing. So, but I
3: don't did, didn't they bill it as a collector's edition or something? Uh, possibly, yeah. I don't know. But, um, I don't know.
0: Well, I still haven't read it, I'll say that. Because the people who had read it said don't bother reading it <laughs> so I'm guessing there's not much in there to read S-
2: since when have you started listening to the people Captain the people don't know what they're talking about
0: the people do you hear the people sing don't you know the song
2: <laughs> All the everyday people sing um, <laughs> so any thoughts on the article on the interview on, on the pictures on anything I don't. it's got know some
0: cool any... pictures I like the pictures
3: I like the yeah, model I back I like that picture uh-huh. oh yeah with the Model C guitar.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: And that whole, um, it looks
1: very love sexy to me, that picture, like yeah. the, the costume and the white background. And um, But, yeah, the article, it's not a bad article, but it's, it's really, we've kind of, you know, there was a lot of these kind of articles last year when Lotus player was coming out, you know, the stories of, oh, yeah, we got invited to Paisley Park or whatever, and he did a tour and played us some songs, and that's, so you know, same old, same old as far as I'm mm. concerned. But that's yeah, until, it, until, it,
0: until, it's, until it's us who were invited to Paisley Pike to hear the songs, I don't want exactly to read any, right. more, any more interviews like that. Exactly
3: right. <laughs> Reading <laughs> about songs that you'll never hear.
0: Yeah, I don't want to know about it. Unless it's me who's going to be there, I don't care.
3: <laughs> I just think it's one of those articles that you know wiser coming out of it than going in. Yeah. You know, you like you read it and you don't learn anything new, really.
0: It makes you Are question, the- well, what was the point of it? No. Um... Well,
2: look. I, I
3: think maybe you know, Ebony is
0: some magazines.
2: <laughs> about- well, I mean, you could say that. What's, what's the point of any interview? I guess in any magazine, really. Uh, yeah. the, the, the only thing that I heard was that um, Ebony supposedly was struggling. I don't know what that means. Whether they were struggling for readership or membership or or a media attention, I'm not sure. And maybe they, you know, maybe maybe Prince wanted to help them out. Maybe um, Tavis Smiley obviously had something to do with it. I mean, you never know. But.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree with you guys that it wasn't. You know, it's it's like, you know, you you turn you turn over the stone, and um, you know, it's just nothing underneath. (laughs) underneath. It's just just the same old thing. So um, unless anyone's got anything about the Ebony Mag, let's move on. So what's happening? Uh, It's summer in Europe and in other parts of the world. A a, a hot summer, apparently. A hot, yeah. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. a hot summer, Um, and.
0: Allegedly, l- allegedly hot summer. <laughs>
2: it's at <it's> least <laughs> lukewarm.
0: <laughs>
2: we did a, um, uh, I'll put up a very quick little spiel about the, um, Solo.
0: MC the, Solo.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MC Solo, I like it. Um, about, our, well, I guess I say my thoughts, but since we've been speaking through various means, I, I think we all more or less agree that, that that's. It's definitely possible that the song is is an advertisement of some sort. Please, please let it be so, because <laughs> if it's an album track, I think we're all in a lot of trouble. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hot Summer, God, well, it's obviously coming up soon, and everyone's going to find out what's going to happen other than the upcoming European shows. But you know that that song. Just go go into the song for a, for a couple of minutes. Other than what I believe is an, a clear indication of an advertisement, advertisement, however you want to say it, um, is just a decent little pop ditty. I mean, I don't know. People get on their high horse, and it's. I think it's really a case of expectation. We've mentioned that before, and mm. you know, people. I guess it's human nature to a degree. To a degree, it is. But really, where does it get you? You know, you can expect the world and then not get it and just be let down. So I think maybe... But if an- you've
0: been previously been given the world, you would expect the world.
2: <laughs> that's wow. real cryptic. We're getting into it. Yeah, that's a cryptic response if you, there, If Captain. you
0: go to your favorite pizza place and you get a pizza there every week, and then one day you go there and it's the worst pizza you've ever had, of course you're not going to be happy.
3: That's a you very, know, very insightful analogy. <laughs> but hot summer's not the worst pizza. No,
0: it's more a bagel. <laughs> I, mean, I, hate, I hate bagels.
3: Wow,
2: <laughs> we've just gone in all sorts of directions here. Um, has anyone got anything to say about the song Look, at all?
0: I'll say it's a step up from Purple and Gold, but I listened to it today probably three or four times, and I just get nothing out of it. It's just such a light. There's just nothing there.
2: I think it's probably because you don't live in Europe and you're not gonna, you know, you're not. Yeah, like If have had
3: tickets and you're going to the shows next month. Yeah, like this totally. would get you in the mood for sure. But because we're had here tickets- and we're not got no tickets, <laughs> we're in the middle of winter too. So Poor Australians, <laughs> yeah, so but never I, get included. Yeah. If I had so tickets the
0: vibe's to the European show, and and then I listen to this song, <laughs> I'd rip the tickets up and throw them in the bin. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ouch <laughs> <Woof>. all right <laughs> unless I'll someone convinced me otherwise well at least at least Graham Central Station are going to be there Yeah, <laughs> there you go that should be funky enough that's worth going to alone yeah yeah for sure so um, and Mink Condition
1: who I'm really not a big fan of but each each to their own it be interesting Chris well, Coleman connection it. there let's, um, let's run through the dates of our European audience Okay, so anyone in Europe or anyone around the world who wants to go to these shows? So it's we called the, 20, the 2010 Tour. That's apparently.
0: right. Okay. How, ori- how, or- how original.
1: 4th of July in Denmark. Uh, 5th of July in Germany, Berlin. Uh, 9th of July in Arras, France. Uh, 10th of July in Werbde, Belgium. Uh, 12th of July in Geneva. 13th of July, uh, I don't know how you say this one, Linz. Mm-hmm. 18th of July in Lisbon and there's supposedly some rumours of other dates to be announced.
0: Is he playing in Portugal again?
1: What do you mean again? It's been <laughs> ages.
0: No, 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 I'm just thinking he played there in 93, he played there in 98. I don't think he's been there since.
2: That was about time. Wow. Maybe uh, maybe Anna Mo- Mora or Mora
3: however oh. you pronounce it will we'll be at those shows. You never know. Mm. Mm. Togem, how, how many times does Prince say Hot Summer in the song?
1: <laughs> well, I counted. Yes, I did. Uh, 40 times. 40. Wow. I counted 40. And I may may have missed one or two along the way. So 40 times you hear the phrase hot summer. Hmm. And that's not counting overdubs. That's just, you know, as they go through the song. (laughs) It's almost like a form of conditioning, isn't it? Brainwashing the audience into believing it's going to be a hot summer. I've got to say, with the song, I, I kind of agree that, yes, if you had tickets, you'd be pumped. But, man, I've listened to this song not enough times to care about it uh, it's just it's, you know I hear it oh yeah it's gone done Yeah, but that's what it is so I'm not complaining too much it is what it is the only bit I do I'll like say- there's one little bit that kind of reminds me of um, Video Killed the Radio Star there's a little bit in there where it goes into this little s- distorted vocal and they're singing the melody and it's, it sort of reminds me of Video Killed the Radio Star that's cool that bit
2: I'll
0: say I, it's, I- it's, it's not that bad I mean, there, there has been worse tracks on look. There, there,
2: you hear way worse ad, ad, ad ads on the t- on TV. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: you know, as far as jingles as
1: far as jingles go, it's pretty goddamn hot. Yeah, but it's not, up, it's not up there with the Bunnings warehouse ad. Come on. <laughs> not <up> quite. <laughs> All right. So But uh, I want to expect a Bunnings warehouse ad,
2: it's going to be a hot summer in Europe and other places around the world, maybe um, Okay, there's a possible appearance on a UK television show Jonathan Ross I think it's Late Night with Jonathan Ross or something like that That'll be interesting, that's coming up soon
1: um, Any thoughts on that? This, but yeah, this one the, the rumour was building pretty strongly and I think I remember seeing something even on the official show site saying it's happened but since then it's really dead so I don't know if it's going to go ahead now, personally just because the rumors I haven't heard anything more for ages so.
0: I really don't think Prince knows who Jonathan Ross is <laughs> because if he did I doubt and, and, and vice versa go on the show. <laughs> <laughs> because um, if he knew Jonathan Ross I doubt he'd agree to go on the show n- now Graham norton that, that's a show I'd like to see him go on
3: <laughs> it'll make interesting <laughs> viewing
2: so yeah that would be very interesting viewing um so what else what else was happening? Um oh that's right. Prince uh, uh showed up at Larry Grahams and Graham Central Station's show at BB King's live in New York a little yes. while ago, recently, just after Captain mm-hmm. left the country.
0: Yeah, they knew I was gonna be there, so they you know, they put it off till I was gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just like they were holding on to that ebony magazine. Quick, wait till he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So
2: um Yeah, so that was that was was interesting um, to see him show up there. Played
1: a little bit of rhythm and vocals, and then left the stage. Well, actually, what's interesting with that is the fact that it's it's been on YouTube now for a couple of weeks, and you know, normally those things don't last too long, but seemingly that one is okay to stay up there. Well, yeah, sure. It's 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 promoting Larry Graham. It's not a
0: Prince track, as well.
1: Yeah, you'd
2: probably have Mm -hmm. trouble taking it off. Although he's he's featured in the footage.
0: Yeah,
2: who knows? So that's about it from the, from the, I guess, specifically from, from from the Prince point of view. The the big thing will be you know the lifetime achievement award and the um, the, the shows in Europe. It'll be interesting.
3: Has the band been locked in? Apparently, apparently, apparently it's, it's the thirty one twenty one band. Yeah, uh, you just made me feel with, so much better that I'm not <laughs> with with the um. Dunham's. The Dunhams the, the backup
1: singers The, the Dunham's. Dunhams Interesting So yeah Basically the same as In Paris last year Paris last year Yeah, yeah. So that, okay.
0: okay I know what we can talk about I hear there's a new website
2: moquake.com Thoughts on that? Yeah It's good I like it <laughs> First of all, let's let's plug it. It's www.moquake.com. And really, just go there for everything funky. That's about the best plug I can give. If you like funky music and you like the Minneapolis sound and everything
1: associated with it, hit up that site because um, it's looking really good. And it's basically the old Housequake crew. Like, everyone on there is, you know used to be on Housequake with the same username and everything so if you're into yeah. Housequake like this is supposedly the the new well, it. well, it's not officially no, the new version they, of it but yeah because
3: they're saying not to compare it to yeah. Housequake yeah that's right it, is, it isn't
1: the new Housequake by yeah. any yeah. means but it seems to be
3: the place where all the ex Housequakers are heading to yes and they've mm-hmm. also it's stressed fine. it's not a competition to the org either so everyone's got their place on the net and that's theirs
2: yeah for sure I mean it's a completely different thing yeah um, and the one thing I like about Mo'Quake so far is it's not just about Prince, yeah, yeah. which is refreshing because you know there's a lot of other funk artists and a lot of other music artists that they uh, around and and they're including the you know them in in the side in the discussion. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good stuff.
3: There's a lot of rumblings there about you know the new F Deluxe stuff and it's good to get up on all that news as well. So yeah, it's good and the layout's nice and they've put a lot of work into it it looks really good hmm. well I mean they've got
2: the exclusive about the band supposedly so that's that's an interesting little yeah tidbit the fact that the only outlet online right now that's claiming to have exclusive information about the 2010 tour is Mo Quake just Correct. just interesting there. I'll, I'll leave I'll leave it there mm. um,
0: talking about websites there's a website called peachandblack.podbean.com <laughs> which just got I think 20,000 hits on there if I'm not mistaken Woo-hoo!
2: that's right yay 20 grand 20 G's 20 big ones yep that's now, peach probably juice half now right probably
0: <laughs> 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 now maybe half of that is us going there and checking how many hits we've got but <laughs> that aside that's still a good number
2: not a bad effort from four Lonesome guys down in Australia waiting for a Sydney Opera House tour.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that makes us sound real desperate.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm joking. Um, so that's about it. Has anyone got anything else? The time. Got to throw Oh, how could I forget? Newly reformed. What am I doing? What Sleeping time is on this? It?
1: What time is it? They're yeah, back. Supposedly a new album coming out, but Yay. This rumour gets brought up every year, doesn't it? A new time yeah. album it. And- so, so, I don't know. Since I'm skeptical since nineteen ninety. That's right. So mm. I'm sceptical, but I'm I'm
3: looking forward to it if it does come out.
0: So is this the whole the whole band? Yes. Like That's Jesse everyone. Johnson. Yeah.
3: The original seven. Yeah.
0: Oh and I, read, I including read
3: that, Monty did you, guys, did you guys read that um Billboard article? And I think it was uh, yeah. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis talking about you know how the, on the original Time albums, like the songs used to like stretch out to like six, seven, eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have that sort of like vibe oh. on this album. It's not mm. like it's three to four minute songs. It's going to like really sort of, you know, let the funk, you know, groove. That's so they're really gonna, cool. They're not going to cut it short or anything. They're just mm. going to like let it, you know, chill. So it's going to be really, really
2: cool. I'm looking forward to hearing Jesse playing that guitar. That guitar.
3: <laughs> well, his album that came out last year is really, really good. Mm. I don't know if you guys heard it, but it's a really good album. But, like, it's sort of, you know, it was mentioned in Prince World, like, the first couple of weeks, and it's sort of, you know, died off, but, you know, if, you've, if anyone out there anyone checked out that album, it's really good.
0: Um, Again, talking about the Petersons, who went to the show, the first show in Sydney at the basement, and saw Professor Groove supporting... They are playing again at the basement on the the sixteenth of July, so go there. They're doing a <laughs> black exploitation, playing all the songs from those movies from Great. that era. I think it's twenty five bucks. So yeah, go there. I'll be there.
1: And speaking of tours, yeah, yeah there's a a, a wee punk slash reggae slash dance slash pop rock band that I'm in. Um, cheap Bakes doing a, a mini East Coast tour of Australia. Uh, mini?
0: It's massive, man. It's a it's massive, massive tour. Massive.
1: We're going up to um, Byron Bay, uh, Mackay, Townsville, Early Beach. Uh, and then we'll be down in Sydney. So for all you Sydney-siders who listen to the show, cheap um, Bakes will be at the MAC on the 9th of July, 9 uh, o'clock. And then on the Sunday night, we'll be at the Golden Sheep. That's what so, I'm talking about. Yeah, definitely. Come. If you like, if you, it's kind of funk, reggae, uh, if you like that stuff, if you like, well, I wouldn't say it's really Princey, but if you like that funk kind of sound, you'll love us, I think. So come along and check us out. Awesome. We'll be there. We'll be there
2: for sure. Awesome. Hoping to see all these, all these there pointing out our Peach and Black podcast shirts. Actually, a couple of people came up to us in the basement. It was good to I meet was, some yeah. fans.
3: I was just saying to the guys earlier, I was really surprised by like the amount of positivity that we got and just the warm reception we got i was expecting a bit of a a few haters there but no everyone was really nice and they gave really good feedback Mm -hmm. and it's really cool to hear some cool feedback like instead of just reading it on the screen but actually meeting people and that was really good yeah it's good
1: i mean we 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 don't surround ourselves with yes men do we guys no
3: we just we take it (laughs) from the streets
1: (laughs) well we're here let's give a shout out to um funky baldhead and orlando yes and uh is it Anc? A N C? I remember being yeah. them. The yeah, the man. Yeah, Prominent Prince fans on the on, on online. So shout out. We met you guys. Shout out to you guys. That was cool. Uh, yeah, we should all, we should all hook up again sometime. Um,
0: Come to the chief
2: keep the takes community going for sure. And good to see some Facebook activity, too. And and on the forums, get on the forums, peachandblack.proboards.com. Join up, sign up, register if you haven't already. Got some cool discussions going on there. Um, Some of the more uncut stuff happening. Um, So, yeah, join us, and um, we'll see you online.
0: I just thought of something else as well. Anyone who was at the basement geek again, Sheila E. and the Peterson brothers... Uh, there were a lot of people standing there with, you know, phones and little digital video camera things. Echo. That's gone. So, yeah, don't be shy to, to let us know and show us what you got there.
1: Because I'll, I'll watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone with a crystal clear recording, please send it to me.
2: <laughs> Actually, it was funny when we, were, when we were at the show, at the Ricky Peterson, Peterson Brothers Sheila Tour. Um we, I, saw, I actually noticed a lot of people who I think noticed us but for one reason or another you know, didn't come up to introduce themselves or, did, or, you know, didn't, didn't say, say hi or whatever, yeah. you know, because I noticed oh. a lot of people actually, now that I think about it, on the way in, on the way out and everything kind of just looking at our shirts with that, you know, like, I think I Oh, that's those...
0: No, 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 podcast. that would just go on Who are those guys in those ugly shirts? <laughs> <laughs>
2: But so if if you no, they, were one of those just, people uh, come up to us next time, we'll have a chat, introduce each other and just start growing this um purple community in Sydney and Brizzy and everywhere. Anywhere we get our um get our. you know we can we can make it to. So um just like get, you
0: guys with Michael Bolton, they yeah. were starstruck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to come up to us. <laughs> possibly, poss- very possibly. Um,
0: Talking about people coming up to us with looking at peach and black shirts. I was in Niagara Falls, a guy come up to me and he goes, oh, cool shirt. So whoever you are. Was he, uh,
2: was he
3: stoned at the time? He, he
0: was riding a bike, you know, pretty well, so I'd say no. But um, I don't know. Was
3: quick? it a purple bike? Like the one in purple room? I don't room?
0: know. He was really quick. He was really quick. He was on a, like, a bike. It could and have he
3: been just... Prince. <laughs> Did you guys show nice that story on the internet? <laughs> nice show, Captain. Like CJ yeah, posted something saying Prince was riding a bicycle. <laughs>
0: I saw that, and I thought that's the best story
3: she It's good fitness. He's probably getting ready for the tour. Riding a bike is awesome. Like, yeah. if he wanted to do that, I don't know what the big deal is. Let just let him ride the bloody bike. Let him ride the bike. Yeah, yeah. shoot the dark. <laughs> ride the bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually I've got to ask you, To Jam, will we hear a bit of shoot the dark in this tour that you? Know?
1: Uh, hopefully, hopefully, it's it's in the settler. It's in the um. It's in the songs we've. we've we rehearse and play. Oh so yeah, I, I'll, yeah. I'll de- if Look, I know you guys are there, I'll definitely, we'll definitely work it in. Work it in. You gotta do it.
0: You gotta at least do it for Sydney. Yeah,
1: no, definitely. If, if I know you guys are there, it's definitely
2: in there. <laughs> oh, I think I'm just gonna piss myself laughing. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs>
1: awesome. Who's gonna and do low low the duck sound? Oh, we don't do the duck sound. I shouldn't spoil it. Oh, quickly.
0: how are we gonna oh, know yeah. it's shoot the duck?
1: <laughs> but, um, surprise, surprise! Everyone, you gotta get to the gigs and check this one out. <laughs> No, it's it's um it's a uh, how can I say it? It's a, it's a sexier arrangement than the, the studio Ooh, edition, Oh, okay. Ooh, okay, <laughs> it's got me salivating already. <laughs> the
2: sexier arrangement, I love Professor Groove and the Booty Affair with the bass line? <laughs>
1: no, I'm talking like
2: you
1: know, cheesy, a cheesy slow jam, <laughs> cheesy '70s porn music kind of thing. Oh, awesome! Cool. Cool. Great,
0: excellent. I'll be there. <laughs> So anyway, uh, apart from this one guy in Niagara Falls, there were two guys in New York who came up and said, cool shirt, nice shirt.
2: They were two quick, different yeah. guys on two separate yes. occasions or like two yes. guys that knew each other? No, two, two different separate guys.
0: guys in one day.
2: What are you New doing York? walking around the middle of the night alone, unaccompanied with two guys walking up to you in
0: New <laughs> York? <laughs> but so whoever they were, hello to you.
2: Cool, cool. Shout Peach out. and Black podcast going global. Wow. Yeah. Yep.
0: Both. And, and, <laughs> If if you were expecting me to answer you I'm sorry I was just Just like when Michael Bolton Answered me I was just too stunned Too stunned to answer
2: <laughs> uh, The only reason that, that Michael Bolton Responded to you And shook your hand Was because you, At that moment in time You had actually covered up The Peter and Black podcast shirt If you would have seen that He would have ran the other way <laughs> Or the bodyguard Security. would have stepped in Yeah Yeah
1: My name is Victor <laughs> Speaking of Victor, um, yeah, my favorite bass player, um, uh, Victor Wooten, legend, is coming out to Australia. Uh, He'll be in Brisbane on the 18th of August, Um, Sydney on the 19th, Victoria on the 21st, South Australia on the 23rd, Western Australia on the 24th. So, if you're again, if you're a funk bass fan, uh, man, this is this is the guy to see. He's unbelievable, Victor Wooten. Check him out.
0: Is he better than Larry Graham?
1: Uh, he's mm. he's taken the Larry Graham thing to a whole nother level. Like, mm. I don't want to say he's better because, like, you know, Larry
3: kind of started
1: that whole revolution. But like,
3: plus better, be, it's all very subjective. You know, right. better or worse. Right. But he <laughs> is he is awesome. Vince? Well, that Vince? seems like it's it for tonight.
2: Yeah, we're dying down here on the
3: Pitch and Plate <laughs> podcast. It's all uh,
2: <laughs> the air has been expelled.
0: Well, I think we've run out of things to say now. So. Yeah, that's about well, it. Well, I
2: think it's going to be a hot summer, hot <laughs> summer, yeah. Now hot say that, summer. say that
0: forty times, and you've got Hot you summer, hot it. summer. <laughs> 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 All
2: right. Well, look, that's about it. Uh, another show, brought to you by the fellas from the Peach and Black Podcast Player, Toe Jam, Captain, and MC Sol-o. Slowmo. <laughs> 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 MC slow-mo, slowmo, Um Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support and. We're going to keep working on it, keep bringing you more shows, a lot of stuff planned. Stay tuned. Enjoy the European gigs. Prince, Larry Graham, Grand Central Station, Mink Condition, and um, you never know whoever else might show up. There might be some special special guests. So stay tuned. And um, until next time, peace out.
3: Bye.
1: Over here.